Do you need to register yourself for starting a Web3 business? Should Web3 projects be even called a company? If yes, then how different are Web3 companies from the regular companies? Let's try to find answers to these questions in today's episode and let's take off. Hi Bimlesh, hi Santosh. Today I'm here to seek an answer to another very fundamental question that uh, Web2 entrepreneurs now stepping into Web3 or maybe thinking about doing so might have. So a few days ago while on one of the Twitter spaces someone was talking about DAOs and how Web3 companies should ideally function and so on. And then someone interrupted, oh wait, the term company doesn't fit in Web3. There is no concept of companies in Web3. Let's call call it a project or a community instead. And then the conversation went on. But then a few questions popped in my mind. Is company a very Web2-ish kind of concept? And if it is so, what does an organization truly embracing Web3 looks like? Should we call them a company? Should we call them a project or anything else? And do DAOs really get incorporated? So I wanted to hear first from you, Bimlesh, if you can shed some light on how's the revenue model, how are the payouts, and how's the legal side different for Web3 businesses than the regular ones. And also, please let me know if my question itself is wrong and there's no difference. Ashok, uh, that's a great question in trying to understand, uh, you know, do companies need to be set up at all in, in a Web3? And if so, what should be the structures? A fundamental difference between a Web2 and a Web3 company is to understand, uh, are you going to generate revenue or only are you building a technology? And how are you going to get the community involved? So whether you are a Web2 or a Web3, the moment you generate a company, you do need to have a fully functional incorporated company because you got to pay taxes in the country that you are incorporated in. Now, how do you bring the community into play and create a structure around this? Uh, this is where Web3 becomes very interesting uh, because a lot of communities are incentivized either with an NFT or with a token uh, model uh, with different uh, tier structures of incentivization, uh, sometimes a mix of uh, both, sometimes only by the level of contributions that you make. So. Uh, This is where the DAOs uh, come in, uh, which involves the community at an organization level. And these organizations are predominantly structured as a foundation and not a typical private limited company or a limited liability partnership company or just as a partnership company. Now, each country has its own definition of what a company is and how they should be incorporated. Uh, So that's best to work with a legal firm to get the right advice on opening the type of a company. Uh, A a typical company is used to to account for your profits and pay taxes to the local government, right? Uh, Whereas uh, you will typically convert or create a DAO and enable the DAO to function as an organization by creating a foundation entity Now, these foundation entities are typically created in crypto-friendly countries. Uh, Best is to take a legal opinion on which country jurisdiction that you would want to set up. 
Uh, some of the most common ones that several uh, foundations have set up themselves are Cayman Islands, Bahamas, Panama, and uh, so on and so forth, right? Now, the moment you have a foundation, it's all about enabling the community to contribute. Now, this structure is completely different than a centralized structure, like in a typical company, where few people in the organization take the entire decision, whereas in a foundation, you have the entire community to take decisions based on different roles that they take at different points in time of the life of the foundation. Different foundations have uh, various incentivization structure and you know differs from foundation to foundation. Take a look at what Developer DAO is doing, uh, Ethereum Foundation is doing on the way they've structured their uh, foundation and incentivization structure for contributors to be valued and to contribute uh, better. Now, when does, when does uh, a project become a company. This is a very interesting uh, phase where, uh, you know, in Web3, you have a common terminology as a project uh, before being called a company. A project is a phase where you just get started trying to see if this makes sense, if this is a problem worth solving, and, uh, you know, trying to test the waters with new technologies, new L1 chains or new protocols that you want to build or solve for. And when it turns into a business where you start acquiring users and start generating some revenue, that's a point where a project graduates to a startup and a startup needs to be incorporated uh, depending on, again, which country you set it up and its jurisdiction. Absolutely. So that's a great way of putting it. You start as a project, try to solve problems using technology. And when business gets involved, you graduate as a company a structure that we all are aware of. Uh, okay, so now let me head towards Santosh on teams and organizational structures. We see differences in the significance of certain positions like we have marketing managers in Web2 and we have community managers in Web3 carrying the same load. So Santosh, what does a team or an organizational structure in Web3 looks like and how does it differ from Web2? Team structures in Web3 are a bit different versus Web2 companies. Web3 has uh, a foundational structure like Web2 companies, but one significant difference is the community, the community. In Web2 companies, everything is centralized. The stakeholders are also chosen inside, uh, you know, who derives wealth, who derives power benefits, everything is centralized. But in Web3 companies or DAO, the stakeholders are the community, public, anyone who is having the company DAO or the company or the DAO NFT or tokens, advisors, governance, that's also decentralized. Founding team, the team which came up with an idea or kickstarted or activated the, the mission, the founding team, uh, that, that itself, ecosystem, could be partners, could be various sub-DAOs that further decentralized. And then some of the operational teams such as marketing, probably sales, technology and more. So the Web3 company and DAO in a way has a strong community as one of the you know, stakeholders. In fact, the community in Web3 company or DAO is almost like a soul in the body, right? That means the Web3 companies or DAO almost can't exist without the soul, rather in fact, the other way to put it is that it has no meaning without the community. As part of the structural framework, a Web3 company 
Ale DAO has a um, couple of key uh, sort of differentiation such as decentralized decision making, voting, distributed wealth and engagement across stakeholders. Right? So in a way, the Web3 company or DAO doesn't depend upon one or a few individuals' abilities or they drive for the mission. Right? Because the community is soul and it has so many other structural uh, you know, components as I just talked about. Uh, the Web3 companies or DAO has a longer horizon to continue being the mission rather than depending upon few individuals' missions to to achieve those you know uh, large outcomes i think you put that beautifully how a community is the soul of web3 projects and how in web3 a shared mission plays an important role rather than the individual mission so awesome so i think a lot of clarity has been brought to this matter still it's a vast topic and we'll cover more aspects of it in the future so thanks Santosh and Bimlesh and for now uh, let me undock from here. I hope you must have got your answer and don't worry if this sounds intimidating. It will sound so only till you are at the shore. Trust me, once you jump into the waters, things will start making sense. See you in the next episode.